Would you look at that? I'd say it's it's time for some music. Welcome, uh, everybody, to uh, this episode uh, all about uh, why fashion matters. So as you can see um, from the books on my shelf uh, and uh, from the uh, blue of my eyes and from the invisibility of my celestial entourage, and um, as you can see from your own reflection in the, the uh, figurative mirrors which surround you, um, many things are not what they seem. For example, you might say, why on earth is he wearing this jumper? You know, you might be like, that's, you know, first things first, like what's with that, you know? And I would say, well, it's not really a jumper, it's more of a hoodie, but you might think that doesn't matter. You know, what's the deal? Why, why do you care about, you know, these little details, you know? Uh, does it really matter? Um, well, why don't we think about it, uh, you know? And, uh, uh, you know, fashion, uh, a lot of people think it doesn't matter. Some people think it matters too much, I guess. Other people think it doesn't matter at all. And I don't know, uh, shout out to Curtis in the astral realm, you know, who used to wear like just... My friend used to wear just like, a, I don't know, white wife beater shirts, you know, for want of a better name, whatever you call them, those singlets, right? Um, and, uh, you know, just very, all like plain white t-shirts. And you would say like, you know, you shouldn't need fashion to show who you are. You know, you should be able to convey that with your own presence or something, you know? Um, or my, like similar to my dad would say like, you know, some uh, kind of advice he got from someone that he, he thought was quite profound is like, you know, you shouldn't need an exclamation mark when you're you know, writing. That means it's a sign of weak writing, you know? And I think there's some truth to it, but it's like, as with many things, um, it's not either or, it's both. Usually that's the answer to, you know, any significant question. And so is fashion important? Yes and no. Um, and uh, I might just elevate this uh, so you can properly see um let's see here yeah just so you can uh properly see the the wood of the cupboards up here um so yeah um we're gonna get into it and uh you know i thought it is does it matter enough to do a podcast about it fashion it's like well yeah actually because for one thing like you know nothing more important came to me and um not everything is equally important well, it is and it isn't, right? Yes or no, right? But uh, 
in one sense, in one sense, everything's equally important. It's all part of the universe. But in, uh, in another sense, um, you know, some things are more important than others. Love or like freedom is more important than fashion. Um, and uh, fashionism is frighteningly close to fascism. I don't know what that's meant to mean. But all right, back to the point. Um, there was an unusually swift tangent, Jamie. Well done. Um, so uh, not everything is equally important. Um, and it can't always be your birthday, you know? That's just not the way it goes. You know, it wouldn't be special if it was. If you always eat sweet stuff, if there's no sour, then sweet loses its appeal, right? So hedonic tolerance, hedonic, hedonic adaptation, no, hedonic tolerance, I think it's called, um, where you get, you know, less pleasure from things if you have them too much. Um, that's why you need to have a varied set of inputs in your life of things that make you happy and ideally there would be active things instead of just some passive stuff's fine but instead of just watching tv all day do some active things where you're creating you're participating you know but anyway um and you know that way you don't really get bored of things as much right because you've got variation but uh yeah so i uh, you know i think fashion a lot of people would think like oh no intellectual should care about fashion are you joking you know or whatever and um although this podcast is listed as comedy because, I don't know, I think like all education should be comedy, all comedy should be education, except all those exceptions, which are probably the majority, but you know what I mean. Um, but uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I think this podcast is going to be the most important of all my podcasts, you know, um, if only just for the amazing uh, picture of these books that you're going to see. Anyone who's um, just listening to the audio, you're definitely missing out um, because the books behind me are just very colorful and very beautiful. Um, so, yeah, I think um, it is worth getting into because it's kind of like uh, circling like a, you know, a, a fish chasing its tail, you know. It's like uh, or um, a fairy chasing its tail. Uh, it's uh, like uh, the fashion... It kind of goes under the rate, flies under the radar a bit because it's not that important, but it is quite important. Um, and so that's got this episode is going to get into that. So, first of all, fashion it's the way you are showing yourself to the world. So, you know, why aren't we just naked? You know, well, for one thing, uh, that would maybe show people the size of you. You know, maybe you don't want that, maybe you do, maybe you wish people would know the size, but uh, of various elements of your nature, right? But um, in any case, maybe that's just best kept for very good friends, you know? And, uh, and you know, very uh, loose moments. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to see all of you naked constantly. You serious? You want to see me naked constantly? I don't think so. Definitely not most of you. Um, or, you know, probably not anyone constantly. You know, that would probably get, uh, get old pretty quick. Um, so, uh, there's that. And I mean, even people who are like, oh, I wish it would be better if we could all just be naked. This is stupid. It's just society imprisoning us. It's like, yeah, well, um, I think it, we'll get into this a bit after, but it's like, kind of like you can't, um, I mean, you can be naked in your own house and do what you want. You can wear whatever you want in your own house, uh, in your own place. But when you're 
joining someone else's game, when you're playing with someone else, you need to learn to play nicely. You know, like you can't just be a two-year-old or whatever being like, no, this is how we're going to play. Like, no, you have to negotiate, you know. And if you don't do that, people don't want to play with you. And that's it. It's a voluntary thing. And even when we cease playing, quote-unquote, um, when we get grow older, we're always playing games of various kinds. And, you know, even diplomacy or warfare is like these games. Just because it might not be very fun doesn't mean it's not a game, you know. There's rules, there's competition, there's com more competitive games, there's more kind of recreational games or whatever, you know. Um, but there are these mutually, well, there are these, yeah, I guess mutually voluntary. War's a bit interesting because I guess you have the choice to just give up but or you have the voluntary option of um, uh, fighting back or whatever. But um, whatever, you know, there's all these different games, business, blah, 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 whatever people are doing. And in society, uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, when you're go going um, to participate in, in, you know, mutually voluntary interactions with other people, then you need a certain amount of uh, respect or, like, humility, I guess, like, your um, like decency or not decency, like, you know, are you decent? Are you wearing clothes? No, but, like... Um, just give and take and be like, yeah, okay. Um, we have to wear clothes because that's what it makes everyone comfortable. All right, no big deal. You do it. Or like um, if, uh, but then some people would say, oh yeah, okay, whatever, wearing clothes, that's fine. That's all good. Um, but you know, um, why, uh, you know, do, why do I have to wear a suit and go to work? Or I can't believe, you know, there's certain people who would think if you wear a suit ever, you're like the enemy, you know, you're a suit, you're a shark in a suit, you know, um, or certain people who think, oh, you've dyed your hair, you know, you're the enemy, you're like, oh, you're definitely, you know, some woke monster or something, uh, or um, whatever it is, oh, you've got like a beard and the short back, very short back and sides, you know, of your hair, oh, you're some bro, you know, if I'm a feminist, I got to be your enemy or whatever. There's all these assumptions people make and criticisms of fashion or like hippie or your hair's too long if you're a male or, or you're shaving your head if you're a girl oh my god you can't do that or piercings or tattoos there's all these choices we could make about how we present ourselves and um people kind of can critique it in various ways so but i think basically you are choosing how to present yourself to the world um and you can i think um, some people would say it's all kind of nonsense and you shouldn't care about it at all. You should just do it for yourself. That's the, I guess the core thing I'm interested in is like, um, authenticity and how fashion can relate to self-ownership and spiritual awakening, being yourself, you know, and self-expression, self-experience. So I would say like, um, uh, my good friend, uh, Rosie, Rosemary, uh, is talking, she's got a, a podcast of her own. You could check out everything grows, uh, with Rosie. Um, so that's, uh, on Spotify. Um, but yeah, uh, she was saying kind of recently like, oh, um, it's, uh, it should just be about you you know, with fashion, it's like you and yourself, you know, me, myself and I like wear whatever makes you happy, you know, and it doesn't matter what other people think. Um, and when you, as soon as you start wearing clothes 
because of the influence it's going to have on others, then that's kind of going down the wrong path. And in a way, I agree with her. I can definitely th see the logic behind that. And maybe that's that's the basic lesson, takeaway for many people who are too far on that side of the spectrum. Um, so like, you know, people who are, you know, um, wearing, you know, very, very conservative kind of clothes or whatever, and, you know, or they're living in some, you know, very traditional base kind of culture. Um, and it's, there's no quarter given if you try to stray from the line, then maybe you need to start pushing back. And maybe that's a heroic thing. It involves some, some risk. But once you start doing it, you give more courage to other people to start doing it. And you can start to reset the, the culture. And maybe if you don't do that, it keeps going in a bad direction. And so maybe um, individuals doing that is a great thing. And maybe that is what you're here to do, part, part of what you're here to do. Um, or just people who just, you know, don't lack the confidence to do that. And there's no real consequences for it, but they just don't want to be themselves. They're fitting in. Oh, what are the people around me wear? Or they're dressing like punks. Okay, I'll be a punk. Or now they're going emo. Oh, you better go emo too. Or and now they're being like hipsters. All right, I guess I'll be a hipster. I just want to fit in and be accepted. There's a place for that within reason. But in general, that's not a good idea. Um, I'm, I'd be with Rosie on that, right? It's like you should just... Um, connect to yourself and be yourself. And think about this. It's better to be loved. <laughs> Sorry. It's better to be loved. Yeah, that's good. But uh, it's better to love than be loved. It's better to understand than be understood. You be the change you want to see in the world. Just get this, be the solution, not the problem. Um, be the giving, not the taking. Um, and you're everyone anyway, so you'll be both sides of it. But um, initiate. I guess both are important though, yin and yang. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, um, you could, uh, just be yourself. Um, yeah, right. So it's better to be hated for who you are than loved for who you're not. Right. Just be yourself. If people reject you, abandon you. Okay. Good riddance. You know, you don't want them anyway. They're, they're not good quality connections if they're willing to do that as soon as you show your true self. And even if you do something a bit weird, it's like, okay, it's stumbling. We're learning to dance here, you know? So you're just trying to be your authentic self and that won't be perfect, but the more you try and fail, it, you get better at trying and failing and succeeding too, you know? Um, and so you slowly progress towards, you know, more and more authenticity. Um, and you need to have the freedom and trust to let yourself do that, engage in that process, the back and forth zigzagging toward freedom, twirling, twirling toward freedom. Um, so uh, people who won't accept you for that, I think it's like, okay, all good, on your way, I'll be on mine, good luck, you know, I want to find people who um, want to be with the real me, not the not some me you thought I was. Um, and so, and then you do that, and sooner or later, you're going to bump into someone who loves you for who you are, and one of those people, they will go, you are, uh, you're, the, you're the jam, you know, um, I, I dig it, you know, and they will be your real friend. And, um, you, one of them is far more important than a hundred people who are like connecting some, some phantom who's not even real, right. Of, of who you think you are or who they think you are, who you're pretending to be, um, to be accepted. And so, um, and even there might be a bunch of people even who like you think would reject you and then you just be yourself and they're actually, they change, they start copying you. They're like, Oh my God. Yeah, actually I, I much prefer this way of being, but I was just, I thought, Everyone, you know, would think it was crazy, you know? Um, and so you give people that freedom to just even readjust. And 
So, yeah. Anyway, so be, be yourself and follow your own fashion. However, um, how and ever, uh, I think, you know, most things aren't just black and white, except for black and white. They are indeed black and white. But um, they're not the only things in existence. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... I think um, the low, I guess it's like the lowest level is you're just trying to fit in and you're basing your choices on what others do. And that goes for everything. Fashion is just maybe a more obvious um, face for it because kind of the, your physical embodiment in the world, the way you cut your hair, what you, whether you have tattoos or piercings, um, the clothes you wear, the, the bag you own, the car you drive, whatever, that's all kind of fashion, your material embodiment, the most obvious outcropping of your expression. Um, but you know, the same would go for your, your thoughts, your feelings, um, your speech, your, you know, b beliefs, um, the music you listen to, the, you know, culture you kind of consume or create if you're kind of being creative, um, the kind of people you associate with all these things, you know, the more subtle elements of your expression and, and experience. But, um, so let's say fashion, right? Um. Uh, the lowest level, yeah, would be like, okay, you're just basing it on what others are doing. Then above that would be you're basing it on what you want. Um, but um, And then even with that, though, you don't want to go too far and be, you know, too narcissistic or demanding. Like, oh, I'm going to wear just wear underpants everywhere and you have to deal with it. It's like, because, you know, that's fine. You're trying to express yourself. But it gets can get to a point where you're like, you're actually just trying to, um, you're still not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for others because you're just trying to get a reaction from people. Or it's like people who are like, oh, their first album was good, but then, you know, they got really popular and, you know, just mainstream. I didn't, you know, then they're stupid. It's like, so what? Just because everyone else likes them now, you don't like them. You're just showing that you're, you're not like alternative. You're the most mainstream thing there is because you're just a really boring, crazy version of mainstream because the mainstream completely determines your preferences. Even doesn't matter whether it's in alignment or knee-jerk, you know, contradiction to it. No, you you should be if you're authentic. You should be doing what you want just because it's what makes you um, feel good, what blows your hair back, you know. So and in general, you know, like oh, there's kids around. Am I gonna like walk around like with my boobs out or whatever? And I don't know. You could do that, but then I don't know. Maybe you'd be like, just feels like I don't. Know, maybe. I'm guessing nothing wrong with boobs, you know, but, uh, but like in general, I think there's a kind of principle of like give and take and, um, that you don't need to dominate the world, you know, have kind of grace and live lightly on the earth and express yourself fully, but know that you, you don't need to be greedy for experience or greedy for triumph, greedy for importance, um, greedy for self realization and just let other people have their space and you don't need to be so obtrusive all the time, you know? And, um, so yeah, I think th even expressing yourself for your own taste should be in balance and, you know, you should let other people have their own space and you not need to have you at the forefront of their consciousness every moment. You know, you don't always need to be the main character in every scene, you know? Um, but nonetheless, that would be maybe the second level, right? Doing things for your yourself, which in general is a good, a good thing. I think there's a higher level, which is where you're doing things for, you know, say fashion and everything else for whatever makes you feel good um, without stepping on other people's toes too much. So kind of like the um, golden rule or, you know, the, you know, that kind of thing, like um, uh, live and let live, 
you have your sphere of influence, they have their spheres of influence. The overlap of that Venn diagram, you know, is okay, that's what you negotiate it. And you try to do so with grace, courage, arguing for what you have right to, but um, empathy, ability to understand their point of view, and um, generosity to give them, when in doubt, give them perhaps a little more than err on the side of giving rather than taking, perhaps. But, in, but don't be a pushover, you know, but find balance. Um, that would be, you know, the second stage. But then above that is you are also, on top of that, um, you are not afraid to do things to influence others. And this is where maybe I was having a different side of the argument to my friend, right? I was, um, and I don't th think she was disagreeing with this necessarily, but, she, um, but this was my point that I was making is, that uh, say someone might, you know, there might be a, a social club and everyone wears suits and this person might not be in the habit of wearing suits and they might go, well, I would like to um, basically sometime, um, I would like to wear a suit just to fit in with that club or to be participate. And you might think, oh, that's just, that's not authentic. You're selling yourself out, you know, but I think that could be the case. Yeah. If you're just doing it to, oh, I hope I get accepted and fit in. But if you do it voluntarily with a high level of consciousness, there is a way to do it whereby you're not doing it for them, you're doing it for you. But sometimes um, making choices, for example here, fashion choices, to please others or to have a certain influence on others more accurately, um, if that is a, sub a subset or a means to the end of... Um, achieving something for yourself and if you make a calculation that okay yeah um you know i normally don't wear a suit but they all wear suits i could go in there and try to be you know you know contrarian or whatever but they might not you know really warm up to me that much hmm okay could would i feel happy or would i feel like i'd, I'd lost my integrity if i suited up and went in and joined them and you might come to the conclusion, yeah, I think I can do that. That's fine. Because um, on balance, it's going to be achieving my goals. So if I want to connect with these people, I want to maybe, for whatever reason, you know, um, uh, and maybe, okay, I'll choose the tie that, you know, resonates with me and makes me feel good. I might pop my collar and be a bit unusual in certain ways. Um, but you make it your own, you know. And if you're owning the suit, as Guy Ritchie calls it, uh, then... I think it's a totally different thing. Um, it's no longer like, oh, or I go to the office and, you know, I have to wear a suit. It's bullshit, you know. Then that is being inauthentic in a way because you're, you're in resistance to it. But if you were like, well, I want the money from this job um, and um, I don't really like wearing suits. I feel like that's not really cool. Uh, but I do need, that money will help me. I can save up and then I can start my own business and I, where I don't need to wear a suit. Hmm. Uh, okay. Maybe, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I will do it. It's, then that's a calculated choice and it's based upon realizing your dreams. Then that's totally authentic. <clears throat> Just so long as you don't lose yourself in the character. You're aware you're embodying a certain character or characteristic um, for a while and you're doing so voluntarily. Then you can do that with a kind of inner um, wholeness and lack of um, inner conflict, um, which makes it authentic. And, um, or say me, I sometimes will wear like kind of hippie-ish clothing, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm doing some sort of certain, uh, ceremony 
uh, for self-development, you know. Maybe I'm going to a park to connect in nature and bringing some things to draw and, you know, if I was getting really crazy, I might bring some bubble thing, although it's kind of full of chemicals, so I don't really do that anymore. Blow some bubbles, just look at the bubbles, look at these rainbows in the light or, you know, read some, you know, bring some Eckhart Tolle and, you know, read uh, about the universe or whatever and connect to my higher self. Um, say I'm doing some sort of ceremony of that kind of thing, got my ancient Egyptian necklace on or whatever, then uh, that's a different kind of clothes to what I would wear to work. Um, but then at work I might be wearing like an, an iron button-up shirt and tucked in with a belt and like these nice shoes. Or I might wear a suit sometimes. Like I went and saw Jordan Peterson um, like a, a lecture recently came to Dublin and I, I suited up just for the fun of it. Like, yeah, I feel like this, um, this is what I want to wear just for me, you know, um, and kind of convey to myself, talking to my subconscious kind of a feedback mechanism of like, this is who I am. I'm, I'm taking this seriously and I'm taking myself seriously. So I'm kind of, um, my conscious mind is interacting in, in entering dialogue with my unconscious to kind of, bring me into a certain um, bandwidth of consciousness um, where to kind of, it's like you're kind of setting parameters on your un unconscious mind or something um, temporarily by the clothes you, 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 the, you, the feedback you see every time you look at yourself and go, Ooh, suit, nice. Um, and so I wear these different types of clothing, you know, and um, I uh, don't feel like there's any contradiction there or hypocrisy. Um, because I feel like it's just different sides of my nature and it's, it's fine. I'm playing different games, different games is different rules. I can play basketball and then, you know, uh, football and then, you know, um, uh, chess or whatever. And I'm not breaking the rules just by playing these different games, the different games, you know, there's a context, there's boundaries on it. And so same thing with fashion. Um, and so I think some people have these unnecessary boundaries they put upon themselves oh, I could never wear a suit, that's for, you know, these kind of people. Or I could never wear track pants and, look, you know, like, oh, that's for knackers or whatever. You know, I couldn't do that. Um, but I think kind of you, you, have, you can be playful. You can just play these roles and characters. And so long as you're not going so deep into method acting that you, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio forgets he's Leo and thinks he's Jack, okay, then that's kind of, that might be, it makes some interesting acting that's not really ideal from like a mental health perspective. Right. Um, uh, I don't know, but like, I mean, um, I, I guess the, the most authentic level is where you're in harmony. Like I am Leo and I am Jack or I am God. I am Jamie or I am Jamie here. Just a human being. Um, well, everyone's God, right. Just to make that clear. Um, but, uh, um, uh, you, you can be here. I am, Jamie, but then in a certain moment, yeah, I'm wearing certain clothes to have a certain experience and for certain, whatever reasons. Um, and that it doesn't have to be so serious and be so significant. Um, and the fact that you can do that is quite significant and serious. It's uh, kind of profound how you can kind of just not take fashion so seriously and just enjoy it. Um, and if people want to pin you as into, oh, you're now into this category, I'm going to label you this way. You go, all right have fun. And then they see you next time you're wearing totally different clothes. And so, you know, sooner or later, if they're paying attention, they're going to have to just go, oh, okay, I guess my labeling is kind of stupid and not really, um, appropriate. Like this person just has different styles or people who can be a hippie and then they're wearing heels walking around and then they're, you know, wearing like sporty clothes, whatever, you know? 
So, yeah, and I think um, you, like, we like to think that um, we have total control over our minds, but I think we don't really. We're kind of like surfing the wave, you know? A lot of it is just the wave of just nature and that circumstances that are happening around you, that's where um, your genetics, um, uh, your family upbringing and cultural background and all that and the ways you're kind of programmed to think and value things um, and all kinds of stuff that's, you know, circumstance. It's your conditioning. Um, and a lot of that's n not in your control. Uh, it's kind of automatic th things that just control your reactions to life, you know, um, and your preferences and your interpretations of things. And your free will is kind of interacting with that, much like a surfer surfs a wave. And I think for a lot of people, they're just kind of being dragged miserably by the wrist connected to their, the surfboard of their free will and unaware. And I think spirituality is kind of like you start kind of, wait a minute, what's this thing on my wrist? And you kind of just start climbing up the thing and you realize, oh, there's a board here. And, okay, what is that? And you climb on board and you're like, oh, I'm on this board. It's kind of like a raft. Oh, thank God, I'm not choking on water anymore. And, you, and you're, but you're still kind of getting pummeled by the wave and doing 360s and McTwists and it's all kind of crazy. And then you start to go, oh, wait a minute, I can kind of stabilize this. Okay, and you have more peace. And then you go, oh, I can start to stand on this. Oh, I've got a big a view. I can really get a good view. This is a pretty good metaphor, actually. Uh, <laughs> and then you can start to play. You can start to surf and go, oh, my God, and take control and mastery. And the key is you never beat the wave, right? And that's, that's a fool's errand, you know. You can't. But you can, the way you beat the wave is by letting the wave beat you, becoming the wave, ceasing to fight the wave, align yourself with the universe, control what you can control, accept what you can't control, and know the difference, right, between what is and is not within your control. That would be like Epictetus's philosophy or Stoicism, um, basically. Also kind of like mysticism and, you know, non-duality, uh, kind of just uh, Eckhart Tolle kind of stuff or whatever. Um, go with the flow, um, be here now, whatever, you know? Um, so you can be the surfer and you can, um, enjoy yourself and have mastery and have emancipation from suffering and, uh, release into joy, um, and creativity, choosing your path. So long as you're doing it within the flow of the wave, oh, the wave starts to accelerate a certain way. Ooh, ooh, okay. I can't go that way. I have to express my free will within this bandwidth over here. I have to turn left and go with it. And, and eventually maybe the wave ends, <laughs> right? But I think the overall, overall, the meta, the real metaphor would be the wave never ends. It's a wave just going around a planet forever. It's a, you know, experience doesn't end, I think. But anyway, that's another conversation. But um, where would the universe go after all? Detroit. And if we are the universe, where could we go? Um, apart from where we are always. So, um, yeah. And so... What's that got to do with fashion? Excellent question. Um, I think the idea will come as a result of a sip of water. Ah, lovely. So, yeah, indeed, predictable. Um, going with the flow, no fear about remembering things. Ah, oh, things pop into your head, much like the wave metaphor. So, um, we like to think we're in total control of our minds, but um, really, like, we are in control, like, we have certain free will, but basically, we lose that as soon as we start to control everything. 
as long as you're like, yeah, everything that's happening, fine by me. It's already here, so it's inevitable. Uh, once you accept that, then you notice, oh, like a certain minority of the things here, I can actually change. Interesting. And then um, even if you didn't change them, you're already at peace. And so you've got that elevated consciousness. You're above the water. You can see things properly. You can breathe properly. Um, but then also you realize you can kind of make these choices and express free will, um, which is great. Um, highly recommend it. Um, and if we all start doing that, then, you know, I think peace on earth is um, very close behind. Um, and peace in your own heart, you know, which is a pretty, pretty good uh, treasure. Um, so fashion is uh, a way where you are kind of in interfacing with your unconscious or subconscious mind. It's like the part of you which is out of your control. So, for example, if I'm wearing like, oh, I haven't had time to do laundry or something and, you know, I'm a bit, um, things has been a bit chaotic or I've let them get a bit chaotic or whatever um, and I don't, I, I only have uh, some shirt left that I don't wear very often and it's kind of shrunken by like, you know, the washing machine or whatever and it's a bit small. So it almost looks like, you know, if I stretch, you're going to see my belly and, you know, it's kind of mm, doesn't quite feel good, you know, or um, yeah, something like that, for example. I can walk around town and I can do my best, I just be like, ah, oh, doesn't matter. It's just a shirt. I'm just going to go with the flow. Cool, you know, but I will not be able to be as deeply, unless you're like enlightened, you know, and full on um, grounded in that. For almost everybody, I think you're not going to be able to be as deeply in the flow of your authentic self-expression and self-experience as if you were wearing clothes that you really like. Um, it's just it's just glaring at you every time you look down or even just the way it feels. It feels wrong. And so that has an effect on your mind. And it's like this constant feedback. And so you're interacting with someone and you might feel slightly less confident, slightly less relaxed whatever and so and then that might cause them to have a certain reaction and then that comes back to you and whereas when you're really you've just had a haircut or you're wearing new jeans or you you know you're wearing clothes that you feel really good um then you might think oh that's so stupid superficial why do you care what other people think but then in this subtle way you're more relaxed just because your sub subconscious is just you know yeah like feels good feels relaxed feels confident and then people interact with you differently and you have a different reactions to their reactions and you know if we're being humble and admitting we don't have full control over ourselves we will see that you will have a different experience and your free will will be able to go on a much more interesting journey um than if you know you were wearing kind of clothes that you don't like and so i think that's a cool thing with fashion is the higher the highest expression of fashion would be you are able to use it as an amulet kind of thing or as a um totem um, or kind of like a, basically to, to to make some magic happen, and you know use it as a to bounce you know as a mirror or like to bounce feelings and ideas off yourself and kind of cultivate, inculcate you know certain uh, a certain vibration or a certain state of being that you want to pursue, and certain different parts of life you might have different aspirations. At the office, I want to be in a suit. Maybe I don't want to wear a tie though. I want to be a little loose, and I want people to look at me like, oh, okay, he's a bit different. I want that. That sounds cool. I want that little edge, that little twist, that little tang to it, you know? Cool. Whatever. Um, uh, or uh, yeah, I'm going to wear a suit and I'm going to wear trainers, you know, 
like runners or whatever, sneakers, you know, um, uh, Reeboks or whatever, you know, then cool, you know, do it if that's what you want. Um, and so, and then, you know, other times, are you wearing shorts or are you wearing really short shorts, like Euro bathers? And then um, in people, some people might, you know, have a, oh, that guy looks a bit weird. It's really short. That's almost like sexual. That's kind of indecent. What's he doing? Um, you might enjoy just the freedom of that and, and having to overcome your own kind of, like, oh, isn't this a bit risque? Like this is pretty short to kind of like, you know, a little tight or whatever. Um, th maybe that's something you want for whatever reason, for your own, you know, um, social um, and personal evolution, you know. So you can use this to kind of, um, yeah, develop yourself and your life. Um, and so I'd say that's a higher thing than going, oh, nope, I can't, I, I don't want to wear these clothes just because it's in some situation um, where other people expect it or, um, yeah, like uh, um, whatever it is, like, uh, or everyone gets tattoos, I'm not going to get a tattoo, but like, you know, you can, uh, or, uh, yeah, you're a cop, you're trying to infiltrate the Yakuza, you know, you're a good traditional Japanese businessman, maybe you get that tattoo because you feel like, yeah, I want to go on this journey, you know, whatever. Um, so, okay, what else is there? Fashion, what's there to mention? Um, uh, allowing your fashion to change, like that you have a certain way. And again, these are all kind of metaphors. You could, almost everything I'm saying, I think you could um, apply to like just personality in general and being yourself. Um but uh, say people get used to you with a certain fashion. And so maybe sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm interested. I've seen, been seeing this kind of fashion, people wearing that. And I really like it. But oh, I wish I could do it. But people would just think I'm stupid. You know, they just think I'm trying to be something. They think I'm being fake, you know, like I'm trying to put on airs, you know. Um, but like, oh, if only, you know, uh, if only, if only the woodpecker sighs, the bark on the trees was as soft as the skies, while far down below, hungry and lonely, the wolf cries to the moon, if only, if only. Um, but I think, uh, you know, eh, don't mind them, whatever. Like, if they're right and you are just trying to put on airs and be inauthentic, then maybe your friends are helping you and they're quote-unquote reactionary or like... um you know, dogmatic or whatever, just a uh, knee jerk, um, evolutionarily programmed reaction to kind of enforce the group identity. And like, what are you doing? You're straying outside the boundaries that could actually be helping you and making you realize, is this really a journey I want to go on? Or is this just some fool's errand? Like, what's going on here? Um, uh, like my, my brother, um, was like, I wanted to wear get, uh, put some Ali G esque gangster shirt when I was like 12 or whatever. Um, and, uh, I wanted to buy one and like, I think my mom was like, Aah. and then Mark, uh, my brother was like, is Jamie going to be like a gangster now? <laughs> like <laughs> something like that. Um, or like a homie. And then I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not and then my mom was like uh, driving like stony faced. Um, well, n not if he doesn't get the pants. <laughs> and I was, I was like, that's an absurd statement. I didn't say this, but I was like, oh, she's being kind but like oh hmm, interesting maybe i am going to be like that kind of like white gangster kind of dude like is that really who i am is that really what i'm gonna be i'm some middle class you know kind of white boy in the suburbs of western australia um 
and it kind of didn't feel right. And I was like, oh yeah, I think that's kind of like some weird trying to be something, some image that really wasn't very grounded in me or who I wanted to be. Maybe for other people it would be, but like, so I was like, okay, no. And I didn't get it, you know? So that would, I th I'm grateful for that. That was them pulling me back and making me th wonder, do I really want to go the, the, the step further into that line of exploration and feedback with, you know, that identity and whatever. Um, but, uh, but in other cases, you know, you might go, actually, yeah, I mean, this, I, I haven't worn this fashion or had this kind of, you know, self-expression before, but I, I want to do that. That's, that's in alignment with what my soul wants. So, okay, even if people think I might be, they might think I'm being fake, it doesn't matter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it anyway, you know? Um, and uh, so you do it. And if you're wrong, you're like, oh, I was actually a bit fake. Then you realize it, and that was a journey, and it was useful. No better way to learn things than to do it yourself, you know? Um, and, uh, or maybe you go, oh, no, this is right. This feels good, you know? And, oh, great. And then they get used to it. Or they don't, and you find new friends or whatever. So it's fine. Now, mention the soul, uh, which brings me to uh, everything. No. Um, speaking of fashion, let's see my fringe. How do I want my fringe to be? I'm adjusting my hair here because it's gone into some sort of unsatisfactory position. Now, should I care? Well... I don't know. Thing is, I guess I shouldn't care, but also it's satisfying to have it look like a nice work of art where it's like all almost like sacred geometry of like these flows of like the, the locks, you know, it's kind of, but then it's also kind of fun just to go whatever and not care about it. And that's the, the same with fashion. And so I think that's what I'll, I'll go with now, but it's all uh, an invitation, you know, to have feedback with yourself through how you, look or how you are and how people will perceive that and how you want to interact with people. Um, but yeah, so let's see, uh, the soul, right? So you can think like, Oh, I want, um, the, the thing between being and becoming being and becoming. So being, you are who you are, right? We're all, from my point of view, we're all the universe. We're all just life, the infinite life. We're, infinity and nothingness we're the space which all the objects are in and yet somehow we're also all the objects are made of the space it's kind of like a, i don't know a hologram or like a virtual reality or something right um or an ocean we're the ocean the formless ocean but then we're the waves the forms as well um and uh maybe our conscious mind is the surfer um but and so uh we and then so yeah and you know on, on the uh, you, you're the universe you're also a soul it seems it seems like i don't know but i'll just tell you what i think based on what i understand at this point with my measly understanding of the universe is that uh we reincarnate and that you know we're um we're souls and we're um just like you know each every 10 years or you know or in high school primary school or college or whatever these are like different chapters in your life that incarnations as an individual human are chapters in your greater life of the soul. Um, or you could th think of it as chapters in the book or books in the series, whatever, you know, um, uh, series in the career of the author, you know, um, authors in the history of a family of authors, whatever you want to think of it, right? These nested um, puddings of possibility. Um, so... Yeah, um, 
you're, you're a soul and then you're a human being. Here we are, incarnated. Welcome. It's great to be here, right? Great to have you with us and great to be with you, having me with you in the havingness of with and here. But um, I hope you deplore the fashion of my speech at, at present. Um, so, but uh, within uh, a life, like say here we are, you might uh, think, oh, this path, do I, you know, do I want to go into that subculture or do I want to wear this type of fashion? Do I want to, what kind of direction do I want to choose? And sometimes we wonder what is authentic and what's not authentic, you know? Um, and, you know, am I trying too hard to be something? So that's being, but then becoming, like, I'm interested in this thing, but, oh, no, that's not me, is it? That's just being fake. That's other people. I don't know, you know? Um, but here's something which might you might find emancipating. I found it quite emancipating for myself. Like um, someone once said to me, you know, you can be whoever you want to be. And uh, I thought that was interesting. I was like, hmm, yeah. I think he was mentioning, especially when you're traveling, you get that feeling. Like you can, And he realized it. Like he was just alone somewhere in Athens. I think he's like, he realized you can be whoever you want to be because no one knew him there. So he's like, yeah, whatever. But I think in general, yeah, in a way that's true, but in a way it's not, right? You are who you are already to some extent. But I think, you know, the trunk is there, the branches are there. But on to some extent, it's like the tips of the tree, the thinnest twigs on of the branches you can kind of, you know, change the direction or maybe you can grow this way or that or sway that way or whatever. Like you can kind of be who you want to be or grow in a certain direction. Um, and in any moment, you can kind of call forth a certain aspect of yourself. If someone's being aggressive, you might call forth the lion. If someone is being depressed, you might call forth the healer or the, or you know, your 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 love, you know, um, or whatever. Um Business, you know, a job interview might call forth um, it's a part of you which is very, you know, confident, whatever, some part of you which, whatever, does, ticks the, the box and gets what you want. Um, and, you know, choosing how you develop going forward. Um, so to cut to the chase, what gave, I felt very liberating, um, I found very liberating is what when I kind of was thinking about that, I kind of realized like, if I want something, um, uh, the fact that I want it means it is um, in alignment with my soul. Because um, even if it's just a character kind of thing that I want to explore, why do I want to explore it? That says something about the nature of my soul, you know? So um, it's like a subset of your own deeper authenticity. Even even if it's not really who you are, it's something you want to become. You might think, oh, that's not me, so it's kind of fake. But yeah, but the fact that you want it to be you, that's real. That's a real part of whatever the mysterious nature of your soul is. So it's part of you. If, if it, um, other people don't have a desire to become that thing. So that sets you apart from them. And in a way, you are already that thing just because you want to become it. And so you are the seed that wants to be the tree. Um, and... If you become that tree, you will produce seeds, you know, um, which themselves will want to become trees. And so, and the thing that is inspiring you to want to be like it, or whether that's a person or whatever it is, or an ideal, um, it itself was once a seed which saw an inspiring tree and wanted to emulate it, you know. So 
I think this is the cool thing. It's like we're the actor and the the character, um, or the author and the character, and um, we get to kind of play these uh, roles and learn from them from the inside out. It's like Shakespeare's set up a virtual reality in which he can kind of experience all of his characters, um, maybe simultaneously, um, and kind of maybe improvise from within, go, ooh, I see a juicy way to take the story. What about this? And you turn your surfboard and use your free will and you adjust things a little bit. Um, so, yeah. All right. Now, is there anything else to mention? Um, fashion, fashion, fashion. Let me, let me think here. Um, I guess, yeah, one thing to mention is like, in general, like say, taking care of yourself, like we might think it doesn't matter. So apart from expressing yourself, kind of, I guess, experiencing yourself maybe would be what this is, is to understand yourself through the way you look. And so if you're looking a bit ragged, you know, um, you might think that doesn't matter. And if people you know, get influenced by that and judge you for it and they don't give you opportunities because of it or whatever, that that's, uh, that's on them. You know, that's their mistake for being so vain or whatever, or shallow. But nonetheless, they're picking up, sometimes that may be the case, but I think a lot of the time they're picking up on information that you might be blind to. You might be willfully ignorant to it or just not, you haven't noticed it yet because you, you're in front of yourself all the time. But if you say, you know, you've put on, bit of weight maybe and then someone people don't want to date you or something you might think that that's their problem but then and maybe you know maybe it's neither your problem and maybe there's perfectly good reasons for that maybe there's some stress which has caused it and so you're just kind of coasting through it and trying to manage keep balance with it, getting a bit of happiness um, to balance the scales or something or it could be whatever all kinds of you know things right for that right um, and I think in general with that particular thing um, Kindness is very important um, from the person who is, say, overweight to themselves and other people to them, not to judge, but even if you say, you know, whatever, whatever else you want to say about it. Um, so, um, or if uh, someone, but that wouldn't really be fashion, I guess, but it's kind of similar. It's like kind of the way you're embodying physically um, or like uh, someone's, you know, wearing scruffy clothes or their hair is really messy and not cut and it's clearly showing whatever, whatever it is that's, it, it could be showing the, a fact that a, per, a given person isn't actually taking care of themselves, perhaps because they are not psychically healthy. Their mind is going down some dark tunnels. And, um, and often when that happens, you lack the nature of that trip is that you lack the self-awareness. That's the whole problem. You lack self-awareness. And so other people might notice things you don't. And so fashion in a way, or like, um, you know, the way you keeping yourself presentable, you might think that that's stupid, but in a way, that's a way of kind of ensuring it could be like, you know, canary in the coal mine kind of thing. When you stop looking presentable, um, unless it's a voluntary choice, like you want to look scruffy because that makes you feel good and you're happy and you're moving forward toward your dreams, then great. Viva la scruffy, you know, um, more power to you. But if things aren't quite going right and you look at yourself and you're like, oh, I kind of look like a bit of a mess, it could be a way to kind of go, let's take care of that and reset that feedback loop of my unconscious and my conscious mind interacting and go, 
and start to go, oh yeah, I look better than I did before. I feel good today. I feel confident. I look like the kind of person people are going to interact well with um, or better than otherwise, you know? And and lo and behold, people will interact with you better because they will start to see you as less of like some sort of contagion of, mm, do I want to be hanging around with this person? They look like they might be dragging me down my energy a bit to, oh, this person looks nice and bright and sharp and, you know, like a knife. <laughs> no. um, uh, but so I think, and that's just one example of like, say, self-care or fashion, I don't know, um, people looking a bit militant, people always wearing camouflage or whatever, um, they might, and they're just like, oh, that's just what I do. Um, they they might notice or something like, oh, yeah, my clothes are all kind of like pretty intense and like kind of aggressive and almost like militant or whatever, and I'm always, always wearing boots or whatever, and I go, hmm, and my haircut's shaved down. It's like, I'm very, very kind of like perhaps excessively masculine and maybe people will notice that and certain people will be like, mm, that guy seemed a little bit out of balance. Like perhaps, um, you know, if there was a need for feminine, femininity in some a certain situation, I wonder if that person would be capable of it, of give and take, say if they didn't get their way in an argument and they were drunk or something. And so there's all these tiny little things where our subconscious mind picks up on things and perhaps they might go, if they paying attention to this, they might go, oh yeah, interesting. That's how I look. What if I just tried, you know, let's wear some plain shirts and jeans for a little bit, see how I feel. And they might start to get different interactions from people and, the, and from themselves, you know. So this is just me thinking off the top of my head, you know. Um, sorry, off the top of my three hats, I should say. Um, but, yeah, I think these are some relevant thoughts on fashion. Um, what do you think? Let me know. By the way, um, if you enjoyed this, please uh, subscribe. Um, if you're on, like, YouTube subscribe, hit the notification bell or whatever, and you'll get my new uh, videos released once a week. Um, and, uh, you know, wherever you are, if you're listening on audio, if you can subscribe, go on and do it. I've got, uh, if you want to do it, you know, I presumably have a bunch of interesting things coming up, although technically that is in the hands of the wave. Although you might argue I am the wave, but I think um, the retort to that would be, God bless.